rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, I almost hit the button that started the show again. Hello, everybody. My name is Tara Devlin. I don't know. It's uh, it's Saturnalia. It's the last day of Saturnalia. It is Christmas Eve, I suppose. I don't. I figured let's do a show. Why not? I don't know who's going to be here, but this is a different kind of Christmas. Many people. We're all in. Well, if you're a normal person, you're in lockdown. Because whether you feel invincible or not, the the bottom line is the nurses and doctors on the front lines don't need another influx of future corpses showing up on their doors in January. So we're all doing what we can to stave that off to prevent that from happening we have enough death here in the united states of serfs and lords so i'm in lockdown on christmas eve and um i don't know i thought who the hell wants to get together and talk about trump and the republicans but every day there really is no day off in fascism the other thing is maybe Maybe you're uh, you want to hang out. Maybe you want to reach out. Maybe I'm hoping uh, some some people will. So it all depends. I'm not sure how long the show will be. It'll, it depends on who shows up, and that's it. I'm gonna open the phones. People can call in if you want. Let me put the number up. If you're around, you feel like talking. You want to get anything off your chest. If you're a Trump and Z, I will probably immediately not deal with you i don't really need i don't feel like dealing with trump anzies tonight right on satinalia the last night who i i know that um it's they, they they don't know how to behave on a good day on a day when they're pretending to worship the 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 socialist hippie who walked around giving people free health care i don't know i can't handle them let me see let me i'm trying to find the number where is it where is it if you feel like calling in there you go that's the number if you want if you're brave let's see in the meantime I'm an originalist. You guys know that. Yeah, you know how Republicans, they always say, well, it's really a justification for forcing their abhorrent Dark Age era policies on us. They say they're originalists, which is the the biggest, uh, well, one of the most ridiculous heaps of bullshit that we have to endure in the United States of serfs and lords, it is the that the fact that they or the way that they fix not just fix the facts around the policies, but wrap their bullshit in the veneer of legitimacy by giving it a name like intelligent design. If you say intelligent design, that means you're it's on par with uh, evolution with science. 
with uh, provable and uh, peer-reviewed science. Your beliefs are on par with uh, stuff that's real. Your 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 myth uh, is on par with the things that are real, and it irritates the hell out of me. We hear this all the time um, uh, when it comes to the Supreme Court. They say the Supreme Court, well, Scalia, he was an originalist, and now this Amy Coney bitch Barrett, she's an original. What is an originalist? The founders themselves, if they're originalists, they weren't originalists, okay? The founders weren't originalists, so we're supposed to be originalist when it comes to people who weren't originalists because if they were originalists they would never have rebelled against the king an originalist in the 1700s was someone who was a loyalist to the king and the crown and the intergenerational aristocracy and hello richard w i see you in the chat you are the first i i figured it's going to be a an intimately attended gathering right now and that's the way it is i don't know we have i i heard other people saying hey i want to show i want to show i got some people uh, messaging me but okay we'll see if they show up it doesn't matter we're here so but as far as so we were talking about originalists so i'm an originalist when it comes to christmas and i i celebrate Saturnalia, which is the ancient Roman holiday that actually was, it lasted, um, I mean, from, from, I think, around 200 BC until the end of the Roman Empire, well, the late, the late empire. And then it was adopted, then Christianity, because Constantine, Constantine converted to Christianity and adopted the traditions of Saturnalia. But this is what we're really celebrating. Saturnalia was um, the major main uh, holiday for the Roman people for for forever, for as long as the R Rome was, uh, uh, you know, ruling Western civilization. And they it started on... December 17th, and tonight would be the last night of Saturnalia, December, oh, no, wait, am I wrong? December 23rd, I'm wrong. Today is the 24th, right? My days are all screwed up. It's lockdown. It does that to you. But the we, it shares the same traditions. So we get the, even the cap that, um, well, St. Nick, Santa Claus, whatever that well, that cap was is kind of an updated version of the cap that was worn on Saturnalia, where that cap was um, traditionally given to slaves who had earned or bought their freedom, and it's represented for the week of Saturnalia. Um, kind of an unbinding where everybody was where they would wear that cap to symbolize they were free so the whole week businesses shut down they um it was a sort of um it must have been a really fun time too because it was all it was a upside down 
world. Uh, slaves would be served by the masters, and um, you could, in, well, I'm sure they tread lightly on that, but they were able to speak freely without repercussion. And also, of course, there was gift giving and all sorts of merriment that we we can relate to today. Lights hanging up, um, decorations, and uh, of course, the exchanging of gifts. Oh my God, get out of here, Richard W. In the chat, do you have that on? He writes another great show, Tara. You're 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 crazy. Get out of here. The show just started. It's not even a show. It's just sort of like a hanging out. We're gonna we're we're gonna get better. We will get better at shows. I'm actually looking forward to getting my green screen. I think that's gonna be fun. Gonna get a green screen. It's coming soon. I ordered it. And I think I'm going to start doing some more little um, tidbits uh, surrounding news, sort of like Farron Cousins does. I don't know if you've seen his little, uh, his news breaks. I'm not sure what he calls them, but he does it for Ring of Fire. All right. Thank you. You made me feel good, as you always do, Richard. Really, <laughs> you're all alone in there <laughs> in the chat room. If you're on any other platform, go to youtube.com slash C for channel slash RDT Daily Media. So let's uh, read a little bit about Saturnalia. And there is Ray. He's biting my feet. My little cat. All right. What is Saturnalia? Saturnalia was held in mid-December. It's an ancient Roman pagan festival honoring the agricultural god Saturn. Saturnalia's celebrations are the source of many of the traditions we now associate with Christmas. It was the most popular holiday on the ancient Roman calendar, derived from older farming-related rituals, midwinter and the winter solstice especially the practice of offering gifts and sacrifices to the gods during the winter sowing season, which it must have really sucked. I would have hated that living in that time. Everything was a sacrifice, sacrificing animals to the gods. Every festival, everything, if you had to, you started a new endeavor, you had to make a sacrifice. Effing human beings have treated animals like crap forever. And it's really annoying. And thank you, JD. Another super chat. Holy moly. Maybe it is Saturnalia. Is something going on with the stream? I know. Where is everybody? It's Christmas, damn it. It's Saturnalia. Hopefully the stream is going. I'm looking at some buffering. Oh, hi, everybody. Hi, Errol. Merry Christmas. Happy Saturnalia, Arthur. Well, we, we would say, I owe Saturnalia. That's how they would greet each other. Holy Christ, is something going on with the stream? Is it not? Somebody on the chat can tell me if we're having streaming issues. What the fuck? 
Oh, no, I'm not going to curse. Terrible, terrible. Let me turn the lights off. Maybe that's doing something. Son of a bitch. Don't tell me. It's buffering its ass off, isn't it? Why? Why? I don't get it. Jim, thank you for your super chat. All right, looks like it's better, a little better. Fucking shit. Oh, I'm sorry, I cursed again. Shit. Calm down. Okay, how Roman celebrated Saturnalia. During Saturnalia, work and businesses came to a halt. Schools and courts closed. The normal social patterns were suspended. People decorated their homes with wreaths and other greenery. Sound familiar? They shed their traditional togas in favor for, of uh, colorful clothes. Even slaves didn't have to work, but were allowed to participate in the festivities. In some cases, they sat at the head of the table while the masters served them. Instead of working, Romans spent Saturnalia gambling, singing, playing music, feasting, socializing, and giving each other gifts. Wax taper candles were common gifts to signify the light returning after the solstice. On the last day of Saturnalia, known as the Signialier, sorry, many Romans gave their friends and loved ones small terracotta figurines known as, oh God, Signalaria, which have been referred back to older celebrations um, re involving human sacrifice. Saturnalia was far the most jolliest of all the Roman holidays. Roman poet Catullus famously described it as the best of times. So riotous were the festivities that the Roman author, author Pliny reportedly built a soundproof room so that he could work during the raucous celebrations. And it's funny reading that those ancient writings of him complaining about people outside and him not being able to get his work done. See, things don't change. Human beings. That's why it's so fascinating. I love history because it's we're here. This is history. People in the future will look back. I often think of this. You know, when I look out on my... the. Uh, um, the view from my window, I see the skyline of Manhattan, and I wonder what that skyline will look like in a thousand years. Will it be the same? Will it be there? Will, who knows? Will it be buried? Will, it, will humans have destroyed themselves? Or definitely the landscape will change, but... I wonder these things. But people are people don't change. That's the thing. We're the same. And people uh yeah. Who am I who the hell knows what I'm saying? Thank you Jim again for your super chat and what else? What else? Let's keep get through. How Saturnalia led to Christmas. Oh my god, Paul. Paul Morgan on the super chat thank you for your incredibly generous super chat wow paul thank you so nice and i am a hundred thousand percent appreciative because that's 
you guys keep the show going, even though, you know, a show is a show. I mean, it's either it's good, it's bad. I don't know. What the, the important thing is that we keep creating content in unapologetic liberal media and get the word the word out that we're in this together. I mean, that's really isn't that the reason for the season? Ultimately, I I'm reading about Saturnalia and I'm also uh, just high, highlighting how how things change, but they stay the same, and also kind of putting it together with how ridiculous Republicans are when it comes to their bullshit about being originalists and fixing the facts around the policy and giving their crappy ideas the veneer of of legitimacy by wrapping it in some kind of some label like originalist there's nothing more annoying to me than and this is why the liberal media this the independent liberal media is so important because when you watch corporate media they don't they don't point anything out. They don't educate the viewer. What do they do? When when Amy Coney Barrett says, I'm an originalist, they just go, yeah, she says she's an originalist. They don't explain what that means, and they don't really, they don't lambast it as the bullshit it is. What do you mean you're an originalist? I mean, it's... It's like, I don't um, use a toilet. I shit in my diapers because I'm an originalist. It's ridiculous. We all evolve. And the founders, if they, if they ever heard that kind of baloney, they would recognize it for what it was. They understood how we, human beings change and evolve how, uh, well, our society changes and evolves. So they put into the Constitution the mechanism to continue to change and evolve with the times. If they thought that they had it 100% perfect, they wouldn't have done that. And even the founders themselves understood that. As they were liberal, uh, they were students of the liberal age of enlightenment, and they understood the fall, the uh, how uh, human beings are fallible, not like um, the idiots on the right wing who look back and kind of they elevate them to some kind of deity status, as if they they themselves into a status they themselves didn't didn't put themselves in. They understood the uh the human condition more than these effing republicans pretend to but and that's the bottom line they they really are full of shit because they know they know somewhere inside they understand that they're pulling everybody's legs they have to because how they they're not stupid i mean for one thing Wait, hold on. An ad just started playing. For one thing, for everything you could say about them, Scalia, for let's just put that him 
as an example. He's a, a monster, yeah. But he wasn't stupid. And when you read the writings, his writings, about different cases that came before the Supreme Court, when he was un unfortunately on the Supreme Court, that he, he is adept at writing on all sides of an issue, depending on whatever outcome he wants to, um, he wants to cultivate. So he could, he could write, you know, uh, completely on the opposite side of of an issue and bring in cases upon cases and case law and cite the same case law to justify the exact opposite thing, depending on the outcome they were trying to push on the American people. And that's how you know they're full of shit. If only, really, it's really the truth. Some of the, these Republicans really make me sick. Some of them, like for example, Rand Paul, not Rand Paul, uh, the other one, Ron Paul. Him, I mean, they all make me sick, but Ron Paul, at least I feel, I might be wrong, they could, I'm sure there's examples, but th where I feel at least he's sincere. At least he um, believes his own bullshit and he's consistent with the bullshit. Whereas as the rest of them just go with whatever, whatever um, fits the facts around the policy for the day. Oh my God. Hello, Errol. Thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you and RDT Daily Media. And hello. Hello, Haiku. Thank you, Haiku. I got your, your email and we'll talk more about it. Oh, God. For example, now all of the sudden, here, let's just get into it. We read a little bit about Saturnalia. IO Saturnalia, guys. This is great. Um, you want to hear? Okay, if I gotta watch this shit, you gotta watch it too. Let, did you see Twitler's Christmas message? I'm not sure. Uh, I know. I do love you guys, and this is something. Would you do this to people that you love? Uh, yes, because we're in it together, right? We're, if I have to be sick to my stomach on Christmas Eve, on the last day of Saturnalia, you do too. Okay, hold on. Oh, I know what's going on. The goddamn eCam is like giving me messages to update my software. Great. In the middle of the show. Great. Watch. Here, watch this. Merry Christmas. The President and I want to wish every American a very Merry Christmas. During the sacred season, Christians celebrate the greatest miracle in human history. More than 2,000 years ago... Oh my God, wait. Oh shit, I hit the... Hold on. Sorry guys. My phone fell on the keyboard and it went... Started going, scrolling down. First of all, do you think he actually believes this? Please. He's, he doesn't go to church. He's not religious. He's got one 
religion and it's self-serving, self-serving sociopathy and greed. That's it. His religion is the unholy dollar. Oh, God. Here, let's start the from the beginning. The president and I want to wish every American a very Merry Christmas. During the sacred season, What's wrong with her celebrate face? the greatest miracle in human history. Oh, yeah. More like you believe that. More than years ago, God sent his only begotten son to be with us. Oh, right. An okay. An angel announced the birth of our Lord and Savior to humble shepherds. Get he the said, F out of here. Not to good news con men and businessmen? For all Not to deal makers? Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. Oh, you bitch. He is the Messiah, you the fake. Lord. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Lying is? At Christmas, we thank God for fibbing. sending us his son to bring peace to Get our souls and joy to the world. Here. Oh, my God. As you know, this Christmas is different than years past. Yay! We are battling You're a global squatting pandemic in the White House. that has affected all of us. Oh, really? It's not a Yet, fake. It's not a hoax. this great challenge, we have been inspired Look by the, the kindness eyes. and courage of citizens across this country. Not by you. Teachers have worked extraordinary hard to keep our children learning. Oh, bullshit. Students have and delivered And you've done, you've worked extraordinary neighbors. hard to make them stupid. Can you believe these people? This is another example of Republicans. They you, see. Let me let me try to formulate my thoughts about this. It's they have to fake. This is how I know we will win. Okay, and I say this all the time because we are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. So we we are the the true heirs of the liberal age of enlightenment fighting to leave no one behind when they talk about christianity they're talking about this the myth of the christian myth this is what he's 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 uh they're they're reading off the teleprompter as if they give a crap this is what they believe Bullshit. When have they ever darkened the door of a church? But my point is, they have to pretend to be compassionate. They know that that is, that's the human, that's our, in the core of the majority of humans, normal people, we are compassionate we are unselfish we are considerate we have empathy and we understand that we are that we are each other's keeper they know this that's why they have to pretend do you see this the reason it's so irritating it's because it is it is so insincere and they it's also insulting because they think that we're all stupid enough as the idiots who vote for them to believe this bullshit that they're go that 364 days of the year they'll peddle lies well they're continuing to peddle lies of course they will sow division they will kick down on the vulnerable and kiss up to the 
very people that Jesus, that, that the Jesus who they pretend to worship told them couldn't get to heaven, that they had a, that a camel had a better chance of going through an eye of a needle than they did getting into heaven. And we're supposed to believe that they're sincere. We got to take them at face value. Not don't pay any attention to everything that's come before this. They had they stood up in front of in front of the trees that Melania put up there. That's for whatever reason this year aren't draped in blood. The, I thought, didn't, isn't Melania the one who said, fuck Christmas? Who gives a shit about Christmas? But anyway, let's forget that and pretend that this is sincere. And, oh, look, how touching. Now, you know when the Obamas, and this is what presidents do, because our president, our unfortunately, here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, our president is the head of the government or the executive and it, and they are also the head of state unfortunately as opposed to in England let's say where they the queen is the head of state and she goes around doing the bullshit like this so we have to endure this asshole and anybody else who squats in the white house but well not all of them squat in the white house he's he's particularly He's got no business. He slimes up the White House. He stains the White House. And it's going to take a long time to scrub that stain out. But when Obama and the Obama family had to do videos like this, it it didn't strike me as irritating as this. Because they... They, whatever, if it was, I don't know, I don't know the Obamas, but they, you can't tell me that they're not decent people. Yeah, he's not uh, the liberal I wanted him to be, that's for sure. Michelle Obama is somebody you can certainly look up to. You should be proud of someone like Michelle Obama and Barack Obama, really, because Barack Obama embodies what we supposedly say is the American dream, the true American dream, that anybody can, if they work hard, rise up and make a decent life for themselves, and especially and you, anybody can be president. Even somebody with the name Barack Hussein Obama, born with a, you know, a single mother, went to school on scholarships, Rise, uh, rise up, you know, oh, a community organizer. You see, remember when, b- back when Sarah Palin and John McCain, the great hero, who uh, now the saint who walks, who well, doesn't walk among us anymore, but he's now, a, he's a saint, he's the benevolent John McCain, uh, how they, they would denigrate him. They denigrated Obama for being a community organizer, as if that's something bad to give a crap about your community and organize the community to get to make the best community because that's what being a, a community organizer is you organize the community so the community has a voice and 
a seat at the table. Oh, that's so horrible. In fact, that's what it means to be engaged in civic life. And it's supposed to be something to be proud of. True Americans understand that. Real Americans. You know, I know how Republicans like to use the real America thing, but that's because they're not real America. Real America? What is real America? Real America means that you have no ability to function in, in real America? Is that it? Because real America is the nation of immigrants who understand that we're in this together and we don't leave anybody behind. That's real America. And real America, you know, doesn't... I mean, that's what Republicans have done to this country. You would never... You, you'll hear me say this, but you would never hear... You don't hear a Democratic president talk about real America and real... Uh, or whatever, you know, Tennessee, the Tennessee values, or... You, we don't want to be like them and uh, as the Republicans do like the Massachusetts liberals. Well, we don't want to be like those Tennessee yokels, those Kansas backwater dum-dums, those inbred, all right? You never hear Democrats doing that. Okay, I'll do it, but you don't hear them. That's the difference. But anyway, the point is, you see how they have to pretend to be human. They have to pretend to be compassionate and caring and religious? Religious, please, please. How stupid do we have to be? Does a, not us, actually, why am I saying we? Because how stupid do the, does the Trump and Z have to be to believe this bullshit? Again and again and again. Because, oh, remember? Here. Oh, here, is this a video? No, no. Damn it. I thought that was the video. Where's the video of of uh, Trophy Wife number three saying, ah, who gives a fuck about Christmas? I don't give a fuck. That's what she said. That's, I, I'm just quoting the the first lady, so-called. Trophy wife number three. Well, well, let's just keep going then. Communities have found new ways to stay connected. In spite to of one you. Another. In spite of you. Courageous first responders, doctors, and nurses have given oh everything to save lives. In spite of you! These people are sick. Everything to save lives in spite of you, and you're making it worse for them. With your lies. Holy shit. Wait a minute. Let me see something. So I, what, what did we the other day when we had the show and we were talking about the Republican that that um Republican meeting that no the Christmas party. What am I talking about? We were everybody on the front lines. We are in this together. We our brave first responders. 
you see how full of shit these people are? The brave first responders. You know what you've done you've done to the brave first responders and the doctors and nurses on the front line? You're you set them up for a January in hell trying to decide who gets who gets the room in the ICU who has the who has a chance in hell of surviving who gets sent home oh my god and the the lies they don't have any shame it's almost as if, do you think that we weren't watching you these past four years? This idiot goes out and uh, in one breath tells everybody that it's a hoax, it's disappearing, it's going away like magic. Oh, Some people say that masks don't work, some people say. And then some say this. And some say that. You know where he's getting that? He's getting it from OAN. From the TV he watches all day. So uh, one, in, in one tweet, he'll, he'll negate any reality and then he'll get it in front of the camera and, and, and spew this bullshit? And we're supposed to be like, no wonder. No wonder we're all, we got PTSD in this country. This is crazy making. It's sort of like Jekyll or Hyde, pick one. I'd rather him be one way or another or anybody in general. But now we're supposed to, oh, okay, this is um, teleprompter Trump. This is, he's acting presidential. Finally, do you think he's going to be presidential? And maybe they'll get on corporate media and have a circle jerk roundtable about maybe finally he's going to be presidential. Brilliant scientists have developed treatments and vaccines. Shut your We're hole. delivering millions of doses of a safe and effective vaccine uh, that will soon end this bullshit. terrible pandemic. Bring a book. He's bored. Millions of lives. We're grateful for all of the scientists, researchers, Wait, wait, but millions of lives. Some of them are liberals. Some of them live in blue states. Some of them hate you. Does it matter? Oh, uh, this is the Trump who supposedly worships Jesus. We thank our, uh, we thank our Lord for sending his only son? Uh, come on. Where, what year is this? Really? Am I being disrespectful? Um, yeah, I guess so. Is it disrespectful? I was raised Catholic. Even I knew it was bullshit listening to this. What are you talking about? God came floating down? His only son... And he will return. Well, he better get here soon because look who's the president, the so-called president. He better get here because 
we are having a 9-11 every single day. And half of this goddamn country is... They actually voted for this guy. How is that even a thing? You know what's so frightening to me? Besides everything else? But that... If not for this pandemic, think about this. This is true. Like everything else I say. This, if not for this pandemic, this fucking con man, he might have actually won. He could have, if he had handled this pandemic successfully, if he had just done his job, and made sure everybody got PPP. If everyone, if he wasn't a filthy fascist liar telling people not to wear masks and then it was going to disappear and screaming, uh, tweeting out, liberate Michigan, liberate Virginia, liberate, causing chaos. If he wasn't the agent of chaos, if he had just been... M- remotely just as slightly slightly slimly adept at pretending to do his job delegating to people who knew what they were doing instead of uh flunkies or idiots he saw on fox news you see he he would have he would have coasted into a second term. That's what's so frightening, in spite of everything else. He, in spite of coming down the escalator, saying Mexicans are rapists, in spite of ripping babies from their parents, from their parents' arms, in spite of the fascism, the licking Putin's taint on the national stage, international stage, in spite of him sidling up to autocrats, giving away uh, our classified information, classified secrets to Russian agents, in spite of the treason, using taxpayer money to strong arm a foreign leader into announcing an investigation on a political rival, in spite of all of that, all of the crimes, forcing the National Guard to land near his hotels, even though they're far away from the airport, and the per diem the soldiers get doesn't even cover the cost of a meal in his tacky hotels. You see? So they have to pay out of their own pocket. It's it's him. It's It's graft. He's a grifter. In spite of everything, the corruption... His inability to understand what it, what this thing is, what democracy is. He would have won a second election. That's the truth. All he had to do was pretend to know what he's doing. That's it. He didn't even have to know what he's doing. He, all he would have to do is defer to the experts and let them do their jobs. Delegate to people who know what the, who know what they're doing. You know he doesn't know what he's doing. He sucks. 
Uh, but you see, even with Dr. Fauci, who's today is apparently it's Dr. Fauci Day in Washington, D.C., because it's his birthday, birthday today. He's 80 years old. He looks damn good for 80. I hope I look good if I make it to 80. I don't know. And he couldn't, he couldn't deal with Fauci. It was, he's such a tiny, fragile, little, little, I mean, I'm trying to find a different word than bitch, but he's a fragile little boy. That's really it. He's a little baby boy. Little fragile baby who can't, who is so insecure because he knows what a phony, fake, um, inept, stupid, moron, unsuccessful businessman, fake ass, phony ass, flim flam artist that he is, that he can't allow anybody to have any bit of the spotlight he 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 thinks he deserves that it's only dedicated to him if fauci he doesn't get that if fauci does a good job that means he does a good job and if he gives fauci the accolades he deserves then that doesn't diminish him. He's too stupid to understand that. That actually elevates him. It elevates Twitler and it elevates Fauci. It doesn't diminish little Twitler. You see, he's a greedy little boy. A little... Oh, he's a little... I can't... It's an insult to boys to say that, but it's... He he's such a tiny little fragile worm. No offense to worms. I hate that. You see, it's hard to talk and give him the right words or give him the the right descriptors because to insult worms is uh, is I don't want to insult worms because worms are good. They, to call Twitler a worm is to honor him. Because worms contribute to Earth. We need worms. They are vital and valuable. We, we couldn't live without worms. Like bees, you know, we're all in this web of life. We need the worms. Who's going to cultivate the soil? What does Twitler do? He does, he's not, um, he's not a worm because he's not good enough to be a worm yes he's a boob boob boobs this is an insult to boobs you know and then i say bitch and people like offended at that i get it too bitch it's not about it's like a misogynist term, but it's not about that. But then, yeah, I get it. <sighs> you know, as if being a woman is... That's why it's... I mean, there's a whole other thing we could talk about. Because that's why homophobia and uh, is really about misogyny. You know? It's true. Because it's about, they've never really legislated throughout history against women, 
against gay women. It's always against gay men. And it's and it's because of men supposedly becoming like women. You know what I mean? So this this world is effed up, but whatever. So uh, it's annoying. The whole thing is annoying. Just listening to what am I doing? I'm I'm going all over the internet here. Listening to these fake ass freaks pretend to be human. Okay. During workers and service members who have worked tirelessly to make this breakthrough possible. It is truly a Christmas miracle. During Shut your hole! Holy Christ! It is truly... You seem very enthused about a m miracle. It's truly a Christmas miracle. Uh, show me, is any, are there any pussies I can grab? Are there any uh, deals? Is anybody got a money? Is the Christmas miracle got some money sticking out of its G-string that I could grab? ...time of year. We also give thanks for the brave and selfless Americans. You don't Americans give thanks for nothing! ...keep us safe. We are forever grateful for the men and women of law Men and women. ...and the heroes no, you're not. of the United States military. Oh, really? That's season, why you just vetoed the military bill that gave the military a raise, right? Oh, my God. No, because you know why he did that. And he, he blew up the... Um, they, this is true. I was listening to Mike Malloy, and he made a, a an astute point, as always, saying that all over the media... They're calling the bill that that Twitler just vetoed the. They're calling it the stimulus bill. It's not a stimulus bill. There's nothing stimulating about this economy. It's about. It's a rescue bill. It's a. It's not a. What are we stimulating? We're trying to. It's an aid package. That's attempting and falling far short, but attempting to keep some people just keep their head a little bit above water, a little bit. But it's not it's not nearly good enough. Oh, wait till I play this other thing that I came across today. I'm not sure if you saw that with Larry Summers, you know, Clinton's Larry Summers, Obama's Larry Summers, DLC Larry, Larry Summers was on uh, the corporate media saying that the $2,000 a month is too much because you don't want to overstimulate the economy. Yeah, because that's how it is uh, when the plebs get trickled upon. You don't want to get them too, mu too much, too bloated, not like at the top. The, you see why? Okay, I'll get to that in a minute, but let's continue with this. I'm trying to find some other... Wait, where the fuck is it? Oh, wow. Hold on. Wait a minute. We got Super Chats. Wait a minute. Thank you, Errol. 
Merry Christmas, Tara Devlin and RDT Daily Media. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, JD. And thank you, Covert White Rabbit, who says Trump is the emergency break on a toilet. That's true. Thank you all for your incredible support, for being here, for making my Saturnalia memorable and Christmas Eve a night, a night, a Christmas Eve in COVID lockdown. I couldn't, I can't imagine any other way I would like to spend this Christmas Eve. All right. You know what I was looking for? Hold on a second. I, I really need a friggin' producer in here. I really, really do. So I could, well, whatever. You guys are used to it. When I have to go off on a tangent and try to find an article or something. Let me see. Republican. Uh, yeah, that's what I was looking for. The COVID conga line that we were talking about the other day when we were, we were laughing and dancing. Where is that COVID conga line? Hold on a second. The Whitestone Republican Club. There we go. Christ. Everything is running slow. I hope I hope the stream is going out okay. Let me know if you're having problems. I mean, there's really nothing I can do at this point, I guess. Let me see. Is there something I can do about... Let's see. Video. Options. Stream size. It's on low. I can't go any lower. Okay. Holy shit. Where are... Here we go. A Christmas miracle. Is is there a couple that have deader eyes than these two? That's probably why they they fell in love. Of course, they're not in love, that's for sure. But they looked, they gazed into each other's dead eyes and said, I can really make some money with you. There is infinite love, and we pray that the light of his glory will forever shine on this magnificent land. Oh, shut your hole! Melania and the entire Trump family, we wish Ugh. you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, you son of a bitch. The President and I want to wish every American a very Merry Christmas. During the sacred season, the Christians sacred season. The Why doesn't this do what I'm telling it to do? Oh, shut up! To be with us, an angel announced the birth of our Lord. Two thousand years ago. Oh, really? Is that in recorded history? Two thousand years ago, God sent His only begotten Son to be with us. Oh, wow. Um, sounds sort of like, I don't know, 4,000 years ago, 
Zeus's head opened up and out sprung somebody was I don't know who it was what was it fully formed but that I don't, I, I can't handle it this is what we're supposed to believe really it's kind it's kind of time to move on from that really guys really can we all agree I know, I'm not being nice. On Christmas Eve and everything, my mother would be mad. I told you that story, my mother said. Uh, when I was younger, I had I used to work at Barnes & Noble in the art department of Barnes & Noble, painting displays. We, we actually had to paint them. So when a book came in, I had to like paint the cover of the book on a big, they would have to put it up on the, wherever they were, the different advertisements in the store. I guess it was before big printers. <laughs> That's how old I am. And uh, there was a book I had to do called The Timeline of History. And I was reading it. It was like a book that you that was for schools where you would open it up and you know how they hang it across like the alphabet hangs across on on the blackboard. This book hang was supposed to hang across the room like that with all different points in history of when real things happened. And I remember reading it. And go, oh, a uh, man lands on the moon and going back. American independence. And, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Columbus sails the ocean blue. All this other shit. Going down and down and down. And then it started with Adam and Eve. Okay? So it was like all real stuff. And the first thing was Adam and Eve? What? Um, I was pissed. I just thought, this is bullshit. And this is being sold as a history book? The timeline of history? with And it's confusing, because you have real stuff in there. I could see if it was a timeline of biblical history or something like that. But there were they were presenting it as real, a timeline of history. And I said to my mother... I'm so pissed off. I have to paint this display of this friggin' book that starts with Adam and Eve as the timeline of history. And she was, she said, she was appalled. She said, you don't believe in Adam and Eve? I was like, no. If I believed in Adam and Eve, I said, I just, I owe $20,000 on a student loan. If I believed in Adam and Eve, I'd want my money back. And you should be demanding my money back, too. Please. Give me a break, Adam and Eve. Well, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. These are incredibly astute arguments against human beings living authentic lives, of course, right? Oh, my God. Well, what was I saying? What are you going to do? 
Where are you guys? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Who's in the chat room? Did I lose everybody? Let me ask you. How are you doing this Saturnalia on this last day of Saturnalia? And how are you doing on Christmas Eve? If anybody wants to call, the phones are open. If you feel like calling. I understand people are shy. But you can call. I won't take it personally. I really won't. So here's, you know, we go from from that uh, that con man. Well, they're all it's all a big giant con. Talking about Jesus in human history, more than two thousand years ago, God sent His only begotten Son. Get out of here, God! An angel announced the birth of. What was he like? Um. And anybody pick up the phone? Hey Trump, I'm sending my only begotten son down. Give him a good, uh, give him, a, show him a good time. He's gonna make some deals. Take him around. Take him to scores on Fifty Fourth. You know, grab some, uh, you know. Our Lord and Savior. To humble Get shepherds. Get the f he said, out of here. I bring you good news that will cause. Oh wow. It was great joy for all of the people. All of the people, even the uh, losers and the haters. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is- Oh my God, look at them. I'm complacent. I'm the same like him. I support him. I don't no. say enough. I don't do enough. No. Where, where I am, I put the, I'm working like a, Ask my ass Christmas stuff that you know who gives a f about Christmas stuff and decoration, but I need to do it right. Yeah, but go ahead, 100%. You have and no then, choice. And okay, you have no and choice. Then I do it and I say that I'm working on Christmas uh, planning for the Christmas. And they said, Oh, what about the children that they were separated? Oh, break. The, uh, where, where they were saying anything when Obama did that? I know did because Obama didn't do that. You dumb bitch. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, you know, Obama, here's for the, if there's a Trump banzee drunk and stumbling around the chat room, Obama's policy about separating children, or it was the policy that all normal people have, that you only separate a child from its parents if the parent is a danger to the child, like the parent is on drugs or unfit or some sort of something, like we do here. Just like we do with our own citizens. If, if there is a child in danger because the parent's on drugs or something, we take the child from the parents, and that was the policy at the border. So they didn't take children from their parents as a policy. These freaks. And they understand how... They understand that they are abhorrent. And they are liars. This is why it's... it's uh, it, I don't understand how they... 
how they how they sleep at night. But when I said that, I thought to myself, of course they sleep at night because they're sociopaths. Only a sociopath could follow the Nazi playbook and then lie to your, they lie to the faces of the American people knowing full well what they're doing. They understand that Obama's policy and, every, and uh, Bush's policy and the policies before him were to take, to separate children from their parents only if the parent is a danger to the child. They didn't do it as a policy. But these people are, it's like, like any other fascist cabal throughout history. They have to pretend to be on the, doing, on the right side of history, doing it for the child. Oh, what about them? What about Obama? What about Clinton? The whataboutism. When they are lying. And then, the, all over, um, why is this even a thing? Because every time they lie, even in this recording, okay? Remember when this, when this came out, because this woman was Melania's friend, she wrote a book, and blah, blah, blah. And they played this recording. And the thing that got the most um, conversation, that generated the most conversation, was her saying F Christmas. And yes, it's funny because she's, she's full of shit, just like the rest of them. They, they all, what do they care about Christmas, please? Um, but would the corporate media use that as an opportunity to correct the record? How many of you? saw even this, the clip from CNN. Does the CNN anchor break in and say, of course, uh, the, when the first lady said, what about Obama? When Obama did it, she's mistaken because Obama didn't separate children from their parents as a policy. They it's their policy was the policy that we all have that the that we have now in the country that child welfare services have you take the child if the parents are a danger to the child but they don't they don't correct the record and so people who don't know any better listen to this shit even in the context of this recording and they think well obama did it what about Obama? Obama did the same thing. No, he didn't. So if you know, they, do, they know that Obama didn't do that, and they know they're filthy liars, and they know that they have to fool the American sheeple and the dum-dums who follow them by lying, how? How do they... How can they ever, really, ultimately, all of them, ever say that they were in the right? They must know how, how destructive they are and that they are working against, uh, against the, the United States and the people. They must know. So... That's why I say that the right-wingers, the Republicans, are the enemies the founders warned us about. Even in this example, this innocuous-sounding example. So what? She says, F Christmas. But really, 
she's there again spreading more bullshit and and divisive bullshit dangerously divisive bullshit no freaks obama didn't separate children from their parents as a policy and in this recording what happens she says what about obama what about obama did it and the friend goes yeah i know but nobody sets the record straight about Christmas stuff and decoration, but I need to do it, right? Yeah, but they, I put the, I'm working like a ass my ass. I know Christmas stuff that you know who gives a f- I know. about Christmas stuff and decoration, but I need to do it, right? Yeah, but right, a hundred percent. You have and no then, choice. And okay, and then I do it, and I say that I'm working on Christmas uh, planning for the Christmas, and they said, oh, what about the children that they were separated? Give me a <laughs> break. Don't, where, where they were saying anything when Obama did that? I know. They, they, they I know. Go. I, I was no, you don't know, bitch. The, the kid reunited with the mom. I, I didn't have a chance. Needs to go through the process and through the law. But here's my thing. Hear what you just said. But instead of that, if, if through the law, you just your messaging. You you were so loved. You they were. would not do the story. We put it out. They would not. Do the story. Oh, you poor, you poor baby. They didn't do the story when you had that pa- shirt that said, the jacket that said, I don't really care, do you? I don't care. When I'm going to see people who have devastation, I don't really care. As I Am I devastated? No. Then the, what does it matter? I'm not devastated. Look at me. I look good. I have makeup artist. I have a nice figure. Um, am I devastated? That's all I care. Who gives a fuck about devastated communities? And then I, they won't even do the story. Because I'm not. My poor baby. Oh, these freaks. Is the Messiah, the Lord. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying. And you will separate it from its parents. And then you will never, ever, ever, you won't even care enough to write down that baby's name and number. Yeah, because, you know, even though it didn't look good for some weird reason, I don't know why, it didn't look good that they were writing numbers on the baby's arms. I don't know why that's not a good thing to do. Does anybody know why? I have no historical knowledge. Why is it not okay to write numbers on baby's arms? Why is that? I mean, we just wanted to know their numbers and remember their numbers. We tried to put little stars on them. And then somebody freaked out. I said, what do you care? I don't give a fuck. I don't really care. Do you? So what? We have to put numbers on their arms. Nobody said that when Obama put numbers on their arms. Except Obama never did that. That's what I'm told. But who cares? We say it anyway. Fuckers. And the baby... Wrapped in swaddling clothes. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to Uh, you. A savior has been born. And he's not even a Trump. He's not even in the 10% bracket. 
Was he ever on the cover of Forbes? Did he ever lie? You can get uh, was he he was he ever on the cover of the New York Post saying uh, the best sex that Mary Magdalene ever had? No, a loser. Just a loser. Another loser walking around, hippie, telling people give up your money. He sounds like a that crazy Bernie. Crazy Bernie telling everybody, give up your money and follow tax the rich. Well, he did say give on to Caesar what is Caesar. That's a yoing, yoing. I like him then. I like him. But then he started giving out free health care. And I was like, oh, yo, yo, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Today... In a manger, you're gonna find a baby. He's a refugee. So you wanna, you know what you wanna do? You wanna, don't be so nice to him. You wanna kick down, you wanna, when you put him in the car, put his head, just hit his head against the side of the car. Don't be so nice, a refugee. It's closed. You say, we're closed, we're full. We got no more room here. We're full. I hate them. Oh, I don't have to pretend not to hate. Do I? No, I I should be better. I guess people, if they say, this is what happens when uh, sometimes I'll get an email or something from a right winger. So much hate. You're so filled with anger. <laughs> I love it. Well, oh yeah, because I saw it's sort of like the pa- it's our patriotic duty to hate the uh, the 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 poison that is destroying us. It's a patriotic duty. To hate the fascist, lying, greed-centered ghouls, ghosts of the Gilded Age, who are dragging us back to times we left in history's trash pile. So, sorry. Oh, I'm not um, Amy Klobuchar. There's no Amy Klobuchar's up in this bitch. No, I'm sorry. Oh, I won't be giving any speeches about... Um, how nice you somebody looks in their plaid shirt and welcome to the state and we had a real good time so, sometimes they say that at the piggly wiggly that you're you might as well get something done and he said it takes a long time to get here but and if that's the case uh, a, a Republican, I mean a Republican, I don't call them Republicans because I'm be, I am bipartisan, Republican and a Democrat can actually get something done. And I'm very proud of the fact that we can get something done like the Iraq war. We can all come together and be bipartisan and get something done like, um, blocking health care or making sure that the American people don't have um, don't have I don't know access to students uh, just making the people less 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 uppity making them more 
malleable. We could get that done. We're coming together. And bipartisan. Getting it all done. That's what I love when they say on corporate media, they talk about, we got to get together. The Democrats and the Republicans to get something done, to get things done. What are we getting done? Somebody tell me, what have, when the right winger, when the Republicans and the Democrats have gotten together and worked together, what have they gotten done in a bipartisan fashion? You know, when I look through history, the, the Democrats... Whenever the Democrats have actually gotten things done for the American people, there is not a Republican to be seen. They're, where the hell are they? They're crying on the, remember during Obamacare, during the ACA debate? I remember that. Up into the night. I was up all night watching these freaks, these right-wingers, they were debating overnight. And I remember John Boner up there crying. Oh, hell no, you can't. And he started crying and crying. Now they're all like, oh, your pre-existing condition. They didn't, they were not one, not one effing vote. So when, let me tell you guys, when the Republicans and the Democrats get together and get things done, you better watch out. It's not they're not getting anything done for us. That's for sure. But Amy Klobuchar, she's having a good old time. That's what's so annoying about her. She's very she's having a great time in the Senate. Being who who does she think she is? Julie the freaking cruise director of the Senate? Let's all hey, let's now bam 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 bam. Bum, 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 bum. Let's do a, what's that? <laughs> what's that thing you do? A conga line and you go under the, ba, 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 ba. what does she think she is? We didn't send you there to give a speech about how much you love and you're going to miss all the departing senators, all your pals. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I can't let go. When I when I hang on to something, it's like a rabid dog on a chicken wing. I cannot let go. I just can't let it go. Thank you, Slow Tree. Oh my God, for your super chat. Thank you, Familia de Estrata, for your super chat. You're very nice, everybody, everybody. This is a nice, actually, it's turning out to be a pretty nice gathering on, on Saturnalia, the last day of Saturnalia and Christmas Eve. Don't you think? I, um, I was hoping Shannon was going to show up. I know that Shannon is, uh, not having a nice Christmas. Not nice, but. She's having a hard time. She lost her mother not too long ago, so it's hard on people. And it is, because that's what sucks about Christmas, too, or these holidays or any 
be it your birthday or which mine is this December 27th by the way I mean just saying just saying become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin but um, when the holidays that's why part of the reason I'm doing the show tonight too is because of that we don't know where people are in their in their psyche tonight feeling alone especially in the covid christmas the lockdown and who you might be missing tonight so we are in this together especially this country so many people are grieving 3000 dead 3000 plus dead every single day that is it's of course you know when i hear the uh the statistics or i hear that 2020 is the deadliest year in american history of course it is let me look this up year deadliest year what is of course we we couldn't expect anything less from the Republicans. You get it? Whenever the right-wingers get their filthy, inept, greedy, lying, fake human hands around the neck of power, what happens? I'll wait. Of course, they wreck this joint. They suicide rates go up death by despair goes up isn't that sad deaths by despair isolation loneliness i get it i get how how uh it's uh that's an epidemic mental illness loneliness isolation we because we're not meant to be isolated we're in this together and the most healing thing you can do for your fellow human being is say i see you i'm there i care listen be there just be there i see you you matter and it's wounding being an american especially if you are an american like we all are, yet one day at a time, human beings, we will all, something will happen. We, we're not finite beings. We will get sick. We will struggle. We will need help. And it's the indifference of our fellow Americans is what makes the pain even more, even more exacerbated. I think about the um, the death of uh, of by from school shootings or massacre, just massacres. And I think about that father who took his own life, a, a father of one of the children who died, who was murdered and ripped to pieces by an automatic weapon in the Sandy Hook Elementary School. And not too long ago, this father took his own life. And it really affected me. I 
it made me angry. Of course, I it made me sad for him. And but I could understand. I mean, not that I would. I I don't encourage. Of course, please, if that's how, if don't do it. We need you. We need you. There are too few normal people fighting on the right side of history. We, we, we're in this together. If that's, if you're feeling that there is no hope, please come into our Tarabuster Discord, send me a message, send your, I mean, we, we're all in this together. But when you think about like that father whose child was murdered, needlessly murdered, this beautiful child, the pain of that alone. And then you live in a country filled with the likes of, uh, of Twitler, of Rush Limbaugh, of Alex Jones. Alex Jones, a, a freak a to, uh, talk about somebody who just like Rush Limbaugh he apparently today he was he signed off saying uh, how grateful he was and all this because uh, he, he's going to die his filthy smoking habits finally caught up to him oh well him and Joseph Goebbels I'm sure will have a few yuck yucks in hell as they as as Rush recants and re and uh, regales him with the, the stories of how he's dis- helped destroy American democracy. But somebody like Alex Jones, Alex Jones actually said something like, um, "Your dead kid doesn't trump my rights, my freedom, my right." You filthy, vile scum. And that's why I call them a waste of human DNA. They are. How do you do that? How do you say that your dead kid doesn't doesn't supersede my rights? Your right? Your right to join a well-regulated militia? Nobody's stopping you, except, I guess, you are. You're the only thing stopping you. You don't have a right to have uh, an arsenal, you stupid baboon. No offense to baboons. But that's why this country is so sick and suffering and why when what we talk about here, the only way we will heal is through... I'm not just saying, oh, you're my brother, oh, great brother, wonderful. We're in this together. We're so divided. Why can't we get along? Why uh, um, why doesn't Amy Klobuchar's stupid speeches about, I'm really going to miss you guys. Uh, uh, what? Wh- why does that do absolutely nothing? Because unity is an action. It's all an action. When you want to tell somebody, oh, I feel your pain, wonderful, show me. Don't tell me, show me. So in a country where we allow children 
to be torn apart by assault weapons. And then we have the most vile wastes of human DNA go around and spread their sickness. That's what hurts even more. So on top of your, your wound that will never heal, losing a, a child, I can't even imagine losing a child, and then you have this horrible reaction, this, these right-wingers, these inhumane freaks, these immoral scumbags doing, doing what they do, giving the, their indifference, selfishness, their ugliness, some kind of uh, the moral superiority, the search for the, uh, what was, who said that? Um, just Not Justice Lewis Brandeis, but the modern conservative is engaged in mankind's oldest exercise, the search for the, mere, for the superior moral justification for selfishness. That's what they're doing. It's not even, it's worse than selfishness. Indifference to the death of a child. And then these baboons have the, have the gall, the temerity, the, this, the balls to get up there, to get in front of us all, to put out this tweet about Jesus. He is the Messiah, the Lord. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. At Christmas, we thank God for sending us His Son to bring peace to our souls and joy to the world. Peace to our souls. But nothing, nothing to back it up. He's going to bring peace. Hey, Jesus is going to bring you peace to your soul. So why you worry about, why you worrying about paying your rent or Get on that food line. Who cares? We got peace to your souls here. See? Everything else is uh, off the table, though. That's too much. We got, look, we have little figurines of this baby in a manger. We, get, we got a lot of words, don't we? Unreal. As you know, this Christmas is different than years past. Yes. We are battling a global pandemic that has affected all of us. Wait, wait, wait. I thought it was going to disappear like a miracle. We have been inspired by the kindness and courage of citizens across this country. Teachers have worked extraordinarily hard to keep our children learning. Students oh have delivered God. groceries to elderly neighbors. No thanks to you. have found new ways to stay connected. Because human beings, I know that you're trying to act like a human being for the next two and a half minutes, but that's humanity. We, we keep on mo moving on anyway. We do it anyway. In spite of the lying filthy waste of human DNA squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes and all the right-wing freaks 
flying like flying monkeys across this country spreading their shit holy god to one another to one another Three. except when it has anything to do with actually helping one another just first responders doctors and nurses the first responders Wait till January, first responders, doctors, and nurses after Republicans get through with you because you think you're overworked now. Look, look at their Christmas party. Remember? Dancing. Oh, this lady, she looks like a real, she looks like somebody who wants the manager. But the first responders and all, what about the first responders and the nurses and the doctors? Communities have found new ways to stay connected to one another. Courageous first responders, doctors, and nurses have given everything to save lives. Well, they're gonna have to give a lot more come January when these douchebags show up at their door. They got nothing left to give, but here they come. Oh my gosh, she's like, where's the manager? I have, there's a black man here. Oh, he's one of us? Oh, good. See, I'm not racist. Look at this guy. Oh my God, with the hat. Bye! See you in hell! See you in hell with Rush Limbaugh! Brilliant scientists have developed treatments and vaccines. Uh, wait a minute! Brilliant scientists using government-sponsored research and development dollars? That is socialism! And we cannot have that. <gasps> Dancing, yeah. All right, wait a minute. I have to see what's fucking going on here. Where is she? I'm texting Shannon. Where the fuck are you? Okay. Everyone wants to see you. In the chat room. Okay. Yes, so much winning, Darn Tootin says. Yep, meanwhile, thousands are dying and standing in food lines. There is so much winning. Meanwhile, and 
today. I should do the show as Melania. <laughs> no. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> I need a haircut. You could be dancing, yeah. Dancing, yeah. I could be dancing. All right, I'm shutting the phones down. Nobody's called in, so. It cost me every minute, yeah. To have a phone line on, yeah. So if not being used, it's going down, down, yeah. All right, I'm taking it off. No more phones. I thought maybe people would like to call on goddamn Christmas or something. Who are all of these nosy people? Outside influences I'm seeing around you by the moon card. I don't know. Experience the miracle of the tarot. Call me now. <laughs> All right, where is it? We could be dancing, yeah. Nobody wants to listen to me sing like that. Okay, um, where's the other stuff? Here's another thing. You know how stupid um, Twiddler released his schedule? Because he's not doing anything, and... He said, because we're all a bunch of dum-dums. You know what? We really are. We really, really are. We're, it's, it is how, it's how the, um, how a con man gets by. Because people, we don't like confrontation, for one thing. And we, it's easy to live in denial. So we, it's, it's so much easier to just go along, go day by day than it is to make the changes or confront somebody uh, or fight for um, authenticity. It's easier to allow Twitler to, let's all pretend that this is a president. This is, okay, he's the president. He got voted in even though he received fewer votes. Okay, whatever. It's easier to let the guy who received fewer votes get in there than it is to change the system that allows somebody who receives fewer votes. I mean, it's just so sick. But we have to we go along with, with him? We have to go along with this? I don't think so. But I, don't, I would rather not. We have to go along with pretending that he's not a traitor. I, I, everything that he's done. You know, somebody, who was, oh, you know who it was? Um, Colin Powell. Exactly, yeah, even though he's, he's another one. Who, whose lies, who helped lie this country into a illegal war, right? But... Okay, no. Now um, we're looking forward, not behind. But he's a hundred percent correct. He says Colin Powell said that Michael Flynn should be called back to duty, which is what you can do. You're not actually ever retired 
from the well not retire well what it is you go into inactive status and and you could be called back at any time and so Michael Flynn, he's going around calling himself General Flynn. When he goes on Fox News, he's General Flynn, right? Man, I have to turn this down. So regardless of whether he's saying he, he's sowing treason in, uh, in the, as a, a private citizen... He's not a private citizen. He's using his his title of general. So Michael Flynn, according to Colin Powell, says that Michael Flynn should be called back into duty and court-martialed. Absolutely. That needs to happen yesterday. There needs to be some kind of repercussion. If these efforts don't face responsibility then it's really true what I said. It is true. It is done. There has to be consequences, just like in anything. There's no reason to change if there are no consequences. That's why, you know, when you have an addict in your household, one of the, I'm sure you've heard it, don't enable them, even though it's hard. Don't give them money when they ask for money. Don't, don't give them a soft place to lay their head after a spree. You, they have to feel the consequences of their actions. There needs to be repercussions. Otherwise, you know, you're enabling them into an early grave. The same thing here. Why should we, if we don't, um, if we don't, if we don't, if there are no consequences, if we don't take the, make the effort to protect this country and there are no consequences, then we are enabling these traitors and they're not kidding around. The next time you think it's, he gets on, uh, Fox news and all these right-wing cesspool channels funded by billionaires and spreads these seditious lies about the election you think that he you think he's kidding around oh uh, there's no laugh track accompanying him that's how we know we will know the country's on the right track when every republican statement speech appearance is accompanied by a laugh track. But I don't hear any laugh tracks when Flynn gets up there and or wherever he goes. He's He's been making the rounds. Um, encouraging martial law, encouraging... Not, and not even, it's not the point, though, whether there will be martial law, whether anybody will take his advice. It is... The fact that he is sowing doubt about an election. This election, Joe Biden won the election f f freely and fairly. Twitler received fewer votes again, except this time he didn't pull that inside straight that he pulled during 2016 to win the Electoral College. In fact, we 
uh, it was really uh, 20,000 people in these small counties that made this goddamn con man the so-called president. So it's not the point whether anybody's going to take General Flynn up on his suggestion. It's the point that he's sowing the doubt. And in order, how are we going to fix this? In order to fix it, there needs to be consequences. Not only is it not okay to lie when you're, you're supposedly, you, first of all, you're a traitor. General Flynn, Michael Flynn, is a traitor m- multiple times over. An, ad- an admitted traitor multiple times over. Working for a foreign autocrat without telling the feds. He's a traitor. That's what he was doing. Writing articles for writing op-eds in the White House, pushing the agenda of an autocrat. So not the, uh, the Constitution he pledged. He swore an oath to protect and defend against all enemies, foreign and domestic. He was working for a foreign enemy. Not a friend. He wasn't working for the French or the English or the Canadians. He was working for an autocrat, an anti-democratic foreign dictator. These freaks, these bastards. And he didn't report it. He didn't say. So nobody knew he was his agenda. He was actually working at cross purposes against democracy. It was all under the guise of he was of uh, he's all for mom and apple pie and the troops. You fucking scum. Then he's gonna kidnap a and someone who we have here in the United States under asylum, and gonna, he will he's gonna take that person back to the foreign autocrat so they can torture them and kill them that's a he's a traitor all day all night and if there's no consequences for that he needs to be court-martialed he needs to be called back court-martialed and stripped of his commission period and on on uh, the same platforms where he spread his bullshit he needs to say, yeah, I'm a liar. I lied. I, I'll do anything for money and fame. I'll sell out my mother. I'll sell out the troops. I'll sell out mom, apple pie. I will F Uncle Sam. I will kick Uncle Sam. I'll, I'll kick Betsy Ross down a flight of steps. I'll F this country sideways for money. That's what he needs to say. And you suckers all bought into it because you're easily led by your stupidity and your hatred of people with darker pigment. You make it too easy for the autocrats to come in here and divide and conquer us. But that's absolutely um, what has to happen. Nobody should respect that idiot. They They all need to be 
stripped of any any honorifics. That's for sure. So Twitler, are you serious? When he walks into a room, we're gonna play hail to the chief. No. Uh, and I was wondering, you know, as uh, as happens in time, as time passes, you see what happened with George W. Bush, the war criminal George W. Bush. How all of a sudden he's uh, yucking it up with uh, with Clinton and Obama, and they're all all um, he's being remembered fondly. And not as the moron, the idiot, the inept uh, uh, monster who I thought that when he was in the White House, despite receiving fewer votes, that the Republican Party had hit its bottom. But then they go around and surprise me. So you never know what's coming next. But I told you what's coming, though. I did. I'm not the only one who knows this and who realizes it. If we don't fix, first of all, we need to get the the uh, senators of in Georgia. They need to win their seats, Ossoff and uh, Warnoff. And if we don't fix what's broken in this country, if we if we if we move forward with this Amy Klobuchar shit. The next fascist that gets in office, the next Republican fascist will be an will be a capable fascist. And they will they will put the nail in the coffin of the grand experiment for good. That's the story there. It's the truth. So oh God, Amy Klobuchar. She's another one. They're all they're all that. But anyway, um, what was I saying? So Twitler, he he put out his schedule. I guess he was feeling the heat or something. I don't know what somebody said something on Fox News or something. That's what happens. And he, I guess they were saying that he's not working or something. You know that's what happened because he doesn't give a shit. He's never worked a day in his life. And he put out his schedule, so he felt the need to respond to something he saw in the media. So he says uh, he was on, his schedule was released. Of course, he said he has many, 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 many meetings. We can't know with whom. He's working tirelessly. Many, many, many meetings. So, except they found him, of course, the day he was supposed to be having many, many meetings, working tirelessly for the American people, for the dum-dums. Of course, he was golfing. So the AP reports, after tossing a grenade that threatens to blow up a massive COVID relief and government funding bill and force the government shutdown in the midst of a pandemic, of course he will. He's doing this. You understand he's doing that, too, because Mitch McConnell and some of the Republicans are they're feeling a little um, uppity. They're not bowing 
uh, as low as they should to their dim leader, they realize that Twitler is on his last legs and he's going to be leaving. So they, it took them too long, of course. They're not actually, they don't have a, a spine, really. Of course they don't. But they're going to stand up to Twitler, especially when Twitler is out there saying, the American people need $2,000. Please, they need $2,000 a month at least or more. Like in Germany, they're getting 5000 a month. You don't see bread lines there, right? But Twitler did this at the last minute because he needs to, he, that's what he does. He needs to take a big turd and a big dump in the middle of the room. That's Twitler. That's Republicans. They always do that. And I say, I've been saying this for years, that right-wingers, Republicans, they're like babies who poop their own diapers and then blame everybody else for the stink. They go, what's that stink? Meanwhile, it's in their diapers. Who's, who made that stink? Wah, wah. So he wanted to show everybody. Well, I guess he saw on some, he must have seen on TV somewhere, them say that Twitler wasn't involved in any of the negotiations. Well, the great deal maker. I thought he was such a great deal maker. He's going to make the best deals for the American people, sort of like the way. But I guess when you're um, a con man when and then you're trying to act, do a job, you can only pretend your way through a job so long. And when you're the president, you can't just make fake inflated invoices and well, I mean, all the time. Or you can't just, well, you did, actually. That's what he did. I was going to say, you can't just make a fake corporation and then funnel money. But that's exactly what they did for these campaign cash, for all the dupes that are spending, putting all their socialist security money into Twitler's pockets to help him fight the stolen election, the fake stolen election, the last grift. Well this week they uh these poor suckers they created a fake co um company called america first or something like that american made oh these people they are so transparent so Failure to agree on the bill could deny checks to millions of Americans on the brink. Of course. That's what they do. Good. Thank you, Twitler. But that's what they do. That's Republicans. The only reason Mitch McConnell passed anything was because, and he said it, he needs to get the con those two con artists in Georgia, those Republicans, who are, they're not senators, they're insider traders and traders, T-R-A-I-T-O-R-S. So the, he needs to get them elected. How, who would vote for them? Right? They're so, hi, Ray, Ray, come here, boo-boo. Hi, come here, honey. Come here, little one. 
Ah! He ran. He just walked over to me. Ray, come here, honey. Come here. Honey, come here. Come here, boo-boo. Eh. He doesn't care. He don't listen. Oh, you see, he's so tempting. He walked right over. I was going to pick him up and show you. And then he jumped down and ran away. He was surprised me. All right. What was I saying? Uh, let's just read this. Trump had no event on his public schedule on the first day of his winter vacation. Wait, something. Did I pull out a cord? Uh, but he traveled to his Palm Beach golf club where he was spotted by CNN cameras on the links. Reporters were given no details of his schedule for the day, but told as the holiday season approaches, President Trump will continue to work tirelessly for the American people. His schedule includes many meetings and many calls. Wow. Yeah, we're all just a bunch of rubes, aren't we? Suckers. Bunch of suckers. Just take them at face value and report that, media. They need to report it like the lie that it is. But I guess that's why I'm here at this point. Trump's departure came as Washington was still reeling over his surprise sort of how uh that's him taking a dump surprise left you a nice dump clean it up an 11th hour demand that an end of the year spending bill that congressional leaders spent months negotiating so why didn't he get involved in the middle of, uh, or during the negotiations. Of course, because he sucks. And he is nothing but a con man. And this fits the con. This doesn't help the American people. All it does is annoy Mitch McConnell. Of course, the Republicans, they finally stood up to Twitler. But that was because the Democrats were like, great. We want the American people to get $2,000. So they forced a vote. And of course, the Republicans voted it down. Isn't that a surprise? They finally found a spine when it came to standing up to Trump. Oh, but it comes, they found it because... The American people, they don't have lobbyists. They, they can't wine and dine them. They don't take them golfing and they don't meet them at the Miralaga spy hole and give them uh, special gifts. Oh my God. But isn't that funny? They finally... For a, it doesn't matter what else Twitler has done. They find Republicans have found their they found their spine finally. Okay, here's some more things that want that make me want to vomit. 
Here we go. Wait a minute. I was saying earlier about um, Larry Summers. Holy Christ. Larry Summers was trending on Twitter. I'm just trying to find this article. I always have these articles ready, and then I lo- I don't know where they go. Larry Summers. Here it is. You want to get sick? Here, we'll play this now. Here's Larry Summers, the former Treasury, Treasury Secretary. Larry Summers. A real kiss-up, kick-down, trickle-down, DLC scumbag. Is Am I mistaken, or uh, at least I hope I am? Is Joe Biden considering Larry Summers for a role in his administration? I'm looking this up. Joe Biden. See, Larry Summers, anybody from the Clinton administration is uh these people need to go away they are the problem oh shit you're right oh my god wait yelling in line to lead treasury here are other economic posts biden transition team could name well this was in november and it said did he name him i'm not sure god help us if he did, this is a problem. All right, well, let's let's just play this. He was on two thousand dollar checks. Okay, he's explaining that the two thousand dollar checks you can't give dumb dumb sheeples the plebs on Saturnalia. You can't give them any money. It's too much. You can't give them two thousand dollars. That's just too much for the plebs. It's, it would be a serious mistake. Here, let me let him explain it. I don't think the $2,000 checks uh, make much sense. No, no, of the course not. The real issue is going to be sustaining this expansion. You think what? about it, the 908 stimulus bill probably would pay out 200 to $250 billion a month for the next three months. The level of compensation is running about $30 billion a month below what we would have expected. You fucking scum. He's running about $70 billion a month below what we would have expected. What? The banality of evil. There are one in six Americans are food insecure. There are millions of Americans on a food line all around this country. 80% are living check to check where um, I could go on. The 60% of businesses that are closed are going to stay closed permanently. We have unemployment, the likes of which we haven't seen since the first Republican Great Depression. There's a student debt bomb going to explode in our faces. It's only going to get worse. And... He's rambling off numbers saying it's a serious mistake priming the these we're talking about people you you made it's quite unprecedented we have stimulus already 
much more than filling out the hole. What stimulus? And, you know, lots of the hole is from the fact not that people don't want to spend, wow. but that they can't spend can't take a flight or they can't go to a restaurant. Who the fuck is going to a restaurant when they're on a food line? They can He's talking about his friends, I suppose. In the bubble. The people that matter to him. They can't take a flight. Where are they going? They, they can't go anywhere. Take a flight. They're trying to get through the day. They're trying not to be homeless. You fucking... I hate these people. I don't necessarily think that Look at him. the priority... He's so smarmy about it, too. Sitting there with his folded arms. Yeah, you know. Mm, what are you... Why? Why? Why, why, why? Should be on promoting consumer spending beyond where we are now. So I'm not even sure that I'm so enthusiastic about the $600 checks. Oh, you bitch. And I think taking them to $2,000 would actually be a pretty serious you mistake. son of a bitch. Temporary overheat. Overheat? Like temporary overheat? Do you see where we live? These are the people that have the platforms. They're going to hey, let's see what Larry Summer says. Well, I think it's um, temporary overheat. I don't really see. Um, we're going to overheat the economy, priming the pump, and uh, nobody can take a flight. <laughs> Holy shit assistance to state and local governments. I would like to see more money put into testing, uh, more yeah. money put into accelerating uh, vaccines. But gosh, David, I think it would be a real mistake to be going to uh, $2,000. And I have to say that when you see the two extremes agreeing, you can almost be certain that something crazy is in the air. And so when I see a coalition wow. Wow. of Josh Hawley, Bernie Sanders, and Donald Trump getting behind an idea, I think that's time to run for cover. Wow. Honestly, guys, this is how we know this country is sick. And we're nowhere near where we need to be. That Larry Summers not only has a platform, but during that interview, why don't we hear the sound of construction going on outside his house? And he looks outside. What the hell are they doing? Oh, they're building a scaffold. What's that? A guillotine? That's all we need to do. Build a... You don't even have to use it. Just start building that scaffold right outside his goddamn house. You, the, the banality, the... Oh, God. 
It's uh, the arrogance of the of a well-fed, well-padded, well-stroked white effing sociopath. That's what we're watching with Larry Summers. The extremes are getting together. First of all, we know that Twitler doesn't give a shit. It's extreme. Josh Hawley, Bernie Sanders, and Donald Trump getting behind an idea. I think that's time to run for cover. Oh, you son of a bitch. Wow. Well, this is, you see here, I tweeted back at him a guillotine, a picture of a guillotine. <laughs> it's true. That's how we know we would be on the right track. Why aren't they outside building a guillotine? Just building the scaffold. He's out there. What the hell? What's that? You hear hammer. Nailing. Hit, yeah, hammer. Nails. That's all you got to do. He really is an old, old failed asshole and what does that say about us that's why I ask that question all the time how much longer how much longer are we going to take it how much longer how much longer will the likes of Larry Summers get on corporate media and say something like that without even the fear of reprisal. He thinks, you see the way he's sitting there leaning back in his chair, arms crossed. Oh, yeah, I'm just kind of thinking out loud, spitballing here, but uh, I don't know. I don't think there are enough bread lines. It's too much money going into the economy. If uh, you get, yeah, it, it's going to overheat. Meaning what? Overheat? Meaning. See, let me translate. The people, if the people have money and they're not desperate and they're not on food lines and there's, they're economically vibrant and upwardly mobile, that means they're a little bit too uppity. That's overheated. They get overheated. And then there's, there's not enough going to the top. There's, then they start getting, uh, they start knocking down the walls and then the scaffolds go up. And then I can't sit here in my sparsely decorated Zoom room and pontificate um, on, the, uh, on the immorality of not giving a shit about breadlines. Unreal. That's somebody that is out of touch and need, really needs to go away. If this was a sane society, that person wouldn't have the, they wouldn't have the courage to say what they say. They might think it, let them think it, but they wouldn't get on, uh, uh, on TV and say that shit. And you notice, of course, Nobody stopped him. 
and nobody corrected him. Nobody said, are you, are you for real, old man? You old cracker bitch. Do you realize because of you, this country is now the least upwardly mobile of all the Western democracies? How do you feel about that, Larry Summers? Your policies. You're the one that put us on the bread lines effectively with your kiss-up, kick-down, trickle-down bullshit, your neoliberal bullshit, how much more, Larry, do you need? Do you realize that one in six of your fellow Americans that you could give a shit about are food insecure? What do you think about that? That word, food insecure? No, <laughs> Paraduces. Are you a capitalist, Tara? Not really. Capitalist. I'm so sick of capitalism. This whole, I'm a capitalist. I'm a capitalist. People always have to say, I'm, a... oh, you know who annoyed me? Who said that? It was Jenk uh, Uger. He's like, I'm a capitalist, but you hear it from unexpected places. Why do you need to proclaim I'm a capitalist. Yeah, I believe I'm a I'm a democratic socialist and I always have been. I don't I'm not against entrepreneurship because that's what that is. You're not a capitalist. If you make money, if you trade your time for and your ability, your labor, your your the time in your life for a paycheck, you're not a capitalist. You're a laborer. If you are somebody who owns a business and you get up every day and you work on your business and let's say you employ people or whatever, you're not a capitalist. You are an entrepreneur. A capitalist is somebody that makes money with money, making money through capital. That's what a capitalist is. And democracies see a lot of people in this country which really annoys me and that's by design of the corporate media the rich own the platforms and the media the capitalists they uh they think that they they try well they spread this um bullshit that capitalism is synonymous with democracy and it's not with freedom and democracy as you see in china Communist, capitalist China. So, we need... Capitalism is uh, is uh, rapacious. It's merciless. It's a disgusting um, form of an economy without regulation. It needs regulation. That's what we're talking about when we say, when I say I'm a democratic socialist, I believe, here's the thing, here's what it is. It's all about what is the meaning of an economy? What is the purpose of an economy? Is it to make a few people very rich? Or is it to ensure that we, all of us, the people who are sharing this blip of time together, that we have a decent, the best time we possibly can in the time that we're sharing together. Because what is the meaning of life? What is the point? 
Are you here? And that's why they sell that whole fucking uh, mansion in heaven shit. It's all a game. Capitalism is they it needs regulation so if you what that's all that democratic socialism is it says we're, okay we're a community of course we are we're here sharing the same time the same air the same environment together what is the meaning of an economy it is to work for the general welfare not just the welfare of a few so we organize in government and we set the ground rules for that, for the for businesses. And if businesses can abide by those rules, if you can pay a living wage and decent working conditions, and give your you know your employees uh, the respect and decency of the their humanity, um, yeah, then you're allowed to be a corporation because that's a whole other construct that we protect through our courts. I mean, it's all we're all interde interdependent and we're all intertwined, but it's about, it really is about what kind of world, what kind of system, what kind of society do we want? When they say, I'm a capitalist, I'm a capitalist, what are you saying? And we played that, what was that? Where is that? Oh my God, that uh, Morning Joe clip when he was talking about, I'm a capitalist, I'm a proud capitalist. Oh yeah, they were, I wonder if I can find that. I hope I can find it. And uh, when he, John Hickenlooper was on and Willie Geist and Joe Scarborough were like, I can't believe that... Uh, it really shows you uh, the Democratic Party has really lost its way if someone can't even admit some, uh, that they're a capitalist. And then Joe Scarborough goes off and he's like, yeah, so does capitalism have to be reformed? Yeah. Does it ha did it have to be reformed after the Great Depression? Yeah. Did it have to be reformed after... Like every 20 years. Well, that's what democratic socialism does. That's it. It just regulates capitalism. That's what Obamacare is. It regulates... I mean, we do that all the time now. We regulate corporations and capitalism. We don't like them dumping... Well, now, well, Trump signed that executive order. But usually you don't like them dumping their shit into our public um our common our common environment or whatever so you regulate them that's what we're talking about regulated regulated capitalism that's it and then there are some things that we can do together better that we we understand that like healthcare okay and where, I mean, for, for real, capitalism should have nothing to do with health care. That should be, uh, that's a whole other thing that I hope I see before I die, really. I really do. I hope I see the end of the for-profit health insurance racket. That's my dream. Let me see. Joe 
I would love that day. It's just like the day when Twintler drops dead. That's going to be a great day. Oh, liberal talker says, uh, so hateful, so mean. Why are they so filled with hate? Really? No, because uh, why? What? Let me ask, answer that. Sorry. Um, because we're patriots. And it's the duty of every single patriot to hate the goddamn evil parasites that are uh, destroying us. What about that? Anyway, Morning Joe. How come I can't find it? Oh, well, whatever. That's why I need a producer. Somebody could be like, oh, get that clip. Whatever. Whatever. Sorry, that's that must have been annoying in, in your ear. Everybody take a breath for a minute. How come I can't find it? I know I have it. All right, wait. Yeah, whatever. I explained it anyway. That's what I say. There is, I'm not a capitalist. Of course I want, you know, I got to live in this world. But I'm not a... What the hell? Let's see. Shannon says, Tara, I can't get the computer to work. YouTube password. I'm too agitated to keep doing a simple thing. Maybe because I suck. Oh, come on. Stop that. All right. Yes. We don't apologize for being on the right side of history. Let me read the chat for a minute. See who's here. Guys, thank you all for hanging out today. <laughs> thank you, Eve and Haku and Greg and Slow Tree and Paradu and Ed the First and Richard W. and Errol Thomas and Alex E. and S. King. And Michael D. Rose Rosario, happy Saturnalia, he says. Yes. And who else is here? Oh, darn tootin', hello. And Covert White Rabbit, thank you. Darn tootin'. I love these emojis. Very cute. And Greg, of course, the number one Tara Buster fan. Very much appreciated. And happy Saturnalia. Happy I-O Saturnalia. That's what they would say if this were back in the Roman days. That's how you would greet each other. I-O Saturnalia. And that means happy Saturnalia. Must have been fun. A whole week of fun and frivolity. A whole week. F public feasts. Drunkenness. Lana Muckraker. Hello. Hello, Robin M. Slaves acting like the masters. Masters acting like slaves. It was upside down world. 
let's see who else eve of course lana muckraker i said that already hello hello if i missed you please forgive me connie commie comrade welcome and hello i love that name and i think that's it if i missed you just don't take it personally. I had something else I wanted to talk about, but I can't find it. Six hundred. Oh yeah, here's another one in a in, along the same lines of Larry Summers. This is from Anand Gerhardes' his website, The Ink. Six hundred dollar checks are a crime says the Pope's favorite. Oh, wait, 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 wait. She's meaning it the other way. I watched the Muppet Christmas Carol with my family last night, and whenever Michael Caine's Ebenezer Scrooge character came on screen, I couldn't help but recognize him from somewhere. Oh, yes, he's the United States government. In the hardest year for millions of Americans in their lifetime, what passes for relief is not. First, there was a deal for $600 checks. Now there's some talk of $2,000 checks. But what a lot of Americans have already understood is that a great many of the people who govern them do not share their hurt and are incapable of solving their problems. I and they, and not, they don't just share, they, not, they don't just not share their hurt. They don't care. It's not just that they're incapable. They don't give a shit. You make time for the things that matter. If this were, uh, let's say, what if um, Sheldon Adelson was suffering on a food line? Oh, please, that would never happen, of course. Let's say, what if Sheldon Adelson, whatever, felt pain in some form? They would all fly directly to Sheldon Adelson's relief and make sure he got the help he needed. Remember when Chris Christie said something he didn't, Sheldon Adelson didn't like? Chris Christie said he um, said something about Israel. Oh, shit. How the hell I do that? I just, I don't know what just happened, but the uh, stupid screensaver came on in the middle of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a hot key trigger something anyway but um, he said uh, Chris Christie said that Sheldon Adelson he said he, he mispronounced something that Sheldon Adelson didn't like he said something about the Palestinians he called them something that Sheldon Adelson did not like the way he phrased it and this is when Chris Christie was the governor of New Jersey. And in the middle of the night, Chris Christie got on a plane on the New Jer on a private plane chartered out of New Jersey to go and apologize to Sheldon Adelson in, per in person. I'm sorry, my lord. I please forgive me, my lord, for misspeaking. Meanwhile, you remember how Chris Christie, he made his bones or he got a lot of attention by yelling at retired teachers on the boardwalk. 
That's what he liked to do. He had a cameraman follow him around. And whenever he was confronted by someone from a union or someone who didn't like him, he would go and he would get loud and ugly as he does and yell and be a disgusting right-wing freak as he is. Because it's easy to yell at retired teachers. And then they would put those videos on on YouTube. But when he made, he said something that Sheldon Adelson didn't like, he went and had to go and uh, supplicate himself to his Lord and master. That's why we need money out of politics. You see how disgusting they are? How everything is a game, a show, how, how, how much, um, they, these people are bullies. Now, if only the, the Democrats, the, that's why I talk about unapologetic liberal talk. We don't have to apologize for being right. Not everybody, everybody has their style and they, we all have our place. You know what I mean? Every, some people are, that's not their style. But there is no reason to be polite and to be, or, or to be, or to acquiesce to, to bullshit. When you're right, you're right. And when you don't see, see, this is the thing. You don't see Democrats Kicking down, not kicking down on the on the scumbags. What if they could only muster the same kind of energy and anger that Chris Christie mustered when he was yelling at retired teachers, as they did? You know, you, you, muster that energy, calling them, calling out the Republicans for their bullshit. Muster that energy. Instead of begging them to be bipartisan. I'm so sick of it. Don't beg them to be normal. That ship has sailed. They're not normal. You see how ugly they are? Even that, when, when I think about that. How Chris, Chris... Here, let's even find it. Let's go down memory lane. Because this is who we're dealing with. Now that... Let's remember now today, Chris Christie, because he stood up, he said something about Trump, about how he has to accept the election. Oh, wonderful. Oh, he sees reality. Any Republican that states states the truth now is getting accolades. But let's see. Um... This is who Chris Christie is the most vile of, of them all. He's, they're all the same. They're all the same. Christie yells at retired teachers. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's so many of them. Look at this. I just searched for Chris Christie yells at retired teachers. Wait, that's not the page. So many buttons. Here we go. Look, 
Governor Christie spars with teacher at Kenny Worth Town Hall. Christie responds to teacher during town hall. Christie argues with New Jersey voter. That time, Governor Christie yelled at me. Christie loses it at town hall debate to teacher. Chris Christie spars with teacher's husband about pensions. Christie goes off on teacher's. Look at this shit. Christie gets into heated health care exchange. Christie. Oh, yeah. Remember that when he pretended to care about opioid addiction? Oh, my God. These people. Teachers. Look at this. Chris Christie. Teachers unions deserve a punch in the face. Hello. Can anybody hear? I hate them. I hate them. Chris Christie. Oh, look at this. Chris Christie confronts fan at baseball game. Remember this? Well, let's see what he, if he would ever do that to uh, Sheldon Adelson. Oh, gee. See? Remember? Remember this? When he stared in somebody's face. Put his filthy, fat face in front of somebody. But he wouldn't do that to Sheldy. That's who they are. Christy spars with teacher. Let's see what this one is. I'm sure there'll be a commercial. So okay, what's your question? Governor, thank you for taking I think it's unlikely I'm going to be arrested. $12,000. It went to $18,000. And I'm sure it's not $18,000 today. No, it's, it's 20- not. We'll pay for all of it. Now, as to the Exxon case, whatever, 25. Shut up. Oh, Chris Christie argues with New Jersey voter. Let's see what this one is. Come on, ma'am. It's not loading. Oh, Io Saturnalia. Oh, well, whatever. You get the point. It's not loading. But that's who they are. You would never see Chris Christie putting his his big fat face in Sheldon Adelson's face. Oh, you don't like the way I said that word about the Palestinians, the wrong word you didn't like? Oh, I don't mean to fat shame him. I don't care. I just mean to shame him. That's all. Shame, I'll take it in any form. They deserve it. Well, anyway. All right. It's almost 11. I think... I think we should call it a Saturnalia. What do you think? What's tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow's already Friday, and then we have the show on Saturday. (sighs) And tomorrow we won't have a show. All right, my friends. Thank you so much, all of you, all of yous, all of the Tarabuster community for celebrating this last night of Saturnalia. Let's watch, actually, here's a little video we can watch together about Saturnalia.
from Darius Aria, who's an archaeologist. And he gave a little a little backgrounder on Saturnalia. So let's see. Maybe it's maybe I'll enjoy it. The Temple of Saturn, right here on the slopes of the Capitoline Hill. This is where you have the public festival. You have the sacrifice on the 17th of December, and you're honoring Saturn. And on that day, you have the cult statue made of wood filled with oil, always bound with wool. On that day alone, the wool is removed. And that's the day that slaves, in a certain sense, symbolically, even have the day off. We can move forward through to the 23rd of December. There are various other festivities. You go from the public banquets outside on the 17th into the house for gift exchange. On the 19th, it's the Sigillaria, and you're giving to each other, to family members. Slaves are getting gifts as well. Slaves even have that day off. You're giving wax candles. You're giving wax figurines or clay figurines. You're gambling. You're having a good time. There's a lot of revelry, <laughs> and it spills out from the home into the streets with a kind of a carnival-esque kind of experience. And of course, a lot of it's gonna focus on the winter solstice. We kind of recognize that and remember that still today, because that marks, in a certain sense, the end of the year for the winter solstice also is the shortest day of the year. And then that period forward, after the 21st or the 23rd of December, we're getting longer days, we're moving into a new year. So everyone would go around saying, Io Saturnalia, celebrating this, addressing people in the street, addressing family members, and remembering and celebrating what you had. You're celebrating with family, you're celebrating with friends, you're always remembering this agricultural divinity that's also tied to the gods of the underworld. The Temple of Saturn is the last pagan temple to be reconstructed in the 360s into almost 380, underlying the fact that this is a real core of those polytheistic traditions. This is the heart of what we call paganism. And still today, we have so much of it left behind, and we can take a look at it and connect to that past, connect to the Roman calendar, connect to the cults and beliefs of the ancient Romans, Io Saturnalia. Io. The Temple of Saturn. What, what, what? The Temple. Io Saturnalia. So when I see that the remains of the Jupiter Temple here in the forum, that's what I think. You know, how amazing it must have looked. And when I look at the buildings in New York today, and I wonder, what will we leave behind? Will this be a similar scene? for future generations of going to walk through our cities. I don't know, whatever, whatever. Stop thinking. But I, that's, I gotta get there, I gotta get. I have never been, one of my um, places, the places I need to go, I need to go to Pompeii and I need to go to Rome. I gotta get there. Oh my God, thank you. Yes, Robin M. I say she's uh, Robin M. Writes I say we send Marilyn Manson to Larry Summers' place to sing a Christmas carol. <laughs> exactly. And Lori, thank you, Lori, for your super chat. 
that is so generous and kind and will and appreciate it to keep the show going and to keep the show growing. So let me thank you all again. Let me thank all the super chatters, Richard W, JD, Jim, and Paul. Thank you so much. Thank you, Errol. Thank you, Jim, again. Thank you, JD. Again, what is up with you guys? My God. Covert White Rabbit, thank you. And Familia de Estrada, thank you. Thank you, Slow Tree. Thank you, Robin M. And thank you, Lori, for your incredible generosity on this last day of Saturnalia on Christmas Eve. You made my Christmas Eve um, memorable. And not as, I don't know, I guess I was feeling a little, a little sad about life, about missing my family, missing my parents who passed away. And I understand years that go by and I, I miss my, my aunt, my aunt Aileen passed away. My aunt Eleanor passed away. My aunt Joan passed away. My uncle Ed passed away this year. My father had eight brothers and sisters. My uncle Terry is gone. And life goes on. It makes me sad, though. But that's life. It's a cycle of life. And my niece is living with her boyfriend. My nephew's living with his girlfriend. I'm like, how did that happen? They're getting... They're grown up. But that's the cycle of life. Guys, well, and we've... We, uh... That's why we have an obligation. We're only here for a little bit of time. This is how I look at it. You, I mean, maybe you have a different opinion, but we're here for a short period of time and we have an obligation to try to make the world a better place. And then we left it. And then we found it, I mean. we. What else is the point? What else is the meaning of life? make to help to help each other i think at least so we know it we are on the right side of history and we're on the right side of humanity they can only pretend to be human as we explained earlier watching that video that's the truth they know that they need to appear human but they're not they don't give a shit they have to pretend we're not pretending we're doing this is for real guys you're um i'm incredible incredibly grateful to do this show and to have met all of you along the way you do give me hope and uh we're i'm not gonna stop i know i get these periods of saying it's uh, what's the point but you usually talk me off the ledge. Thank you so much for hanging out. Please enjoy your day tomorrow as much as you can. Remember, we have our Discord community. Reach out if you're feeling isolated and alone. You are not alone. We're to, we are uh, building a community that really does care about each other. So join our Discord page to stay in touch and don't ever hesitate to reach out because it is true. We 
stick together, we win. And that is how we're going to win. We don't leave anybody behind. And I'm not kidding. I, I feel um, incredibly grateful and uh, honored to know you all. So we'll fight another day. Enjoy your holiday tomorrow. And my name is Tara Devlin. Remember that. We'll see you on Saturday night.